You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The South African Weather Services and other members of the World Meteorological Organization will today converge in Santon in Johannesburg for a pertinent capacity building program. Now this, as the continent grapples with climate change and adverse weather conditions. For more on this, we join on the line by Sham Albader, the Chief Executive Officer and the South Africa of the South African Weather Services. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning to you, Alvis. Thank you very much for having me. Mr. Bader, how important is this gathering and what uh, are the op- absolute uh, uh, objectives of the gathering? Well, Alvis, um, you'll note that there's been quite a bit of hazardous and inclement uh, weather, uh, inclement, my apologies, um, over the last couple of years. And it's quite pertinent because um, this initiative is a World Meteorological Organization initiative Um, together with one of the leading business schools um, in South Africa. And uh, we're collaborating with, or they're collaborating rather, with the South African Weather Services. Um, We're regarded as one of the leading meteorological services on the continent, and they've requested that we host this um, WMO executive training program. So essentially what it's going to do is, is look at leadership and management of national med services and it's quite important for the continent because we've got about 60 um, uh, heads or directors of med services attending this meeting from mm. Africa and also um, other parts or other jurisdictions such as uh, Guyana, Barbados, Samoa, Ecuador, just to mention a few. And um, there's been this call um, for from the United Nations, basically, around the early warnings for all initiative. Um, and that initiative seeks to ensure that everyone on the planet is protected from hazardous weather, water, or climate events that, um, you know, impact on people. Um, and obviously the, the purpose there is to make sure that um, we have life-saving early warning systems in place by 2027. So this initiative is going to go a long way um, to actually ensuring that our heads of net services are properly capacitated to do that. Well, that leads me to my next question. Has there been any sufficient progress made on the African continent and beyond towards climate goals and to prevent and perhaps predict such hazardous weather patterns in the future? Um, there's been quite a bit of work done, Elvis, uh, in the recent, probably last year or so, also under an initiative from the WMO and as a result of a call from um, the United Nations um, to ensure that this early warning for all program it has uh, been initiated. So um, they have a program called the Systematic Observations Funding Facility, And as part of this early warnings for all, they've initiated a program to ensure that um, uh, countries are capacitated in the various, um, they divide the the world up into regions. So each region is looked at from a capacitation point of view to ensure that, for example, they have um, observational equipment in place and that these early warning systems are in place. So that'll entail actually putting that uh, equipment in place in countries that don't have observational infrastructure, training people, 
um, to actually use the, the observational infrastructure and then also linking them back to the WMO. So quite a bit has been done, Elvis, in the last year or so. And once again, South Africa is one of the peer advisors, so we're assisting some of our Southern African neighbors in terms of the implementation of these uh, early warning fall uh, initiatives. Mm-hmm. Now, Africa is one of the world's most susceptible continents to the negative impacts of climate change. Why has that been the case? Um, I'm not too sure, Albert. In, in, in terms of um, the, 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 the changing weather patterns, it seems like um, Africa seems to be the hardest hit. Um, you know, it's quite susceptible to um, the, the negative impacts of climate change. There's been severe floods, droughts, we've had tropical cyclones, storms, things like heat waves, um, and, and, and that impact um, obviously yeah, impacts Africa as a continent and its population. And you'd know that, you know, um, these types of things undermine our socioeconomic advancement. Um, so, yeah, um, the, the weather patterns I can't explain, but the impacts I definitely can explain. <laughs> And, and and then just lastly, what impact does these severe floods, the droughts, the tropical cyclones we saw, storms and heat waves have on our socioeconomic advancement of the continent as a whole? Well, you know, um, we, we obviously have to look at things like mitigation and, and adaptation, and um, it definitely has a negative impact because we've got to change the way that we do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, our agro sectors, et cetera, et cetera, will need to adapt to these um, changing climate uh, patterns. So it definitely has uh, a negative impact. I mean, uh, severe floods, the destruction that comes with it, droughts, um, and then all these other um, severe weather um, um, Patterns, yes. uh, are definitely undermining our economic advancement. Um, so, so they do impact on lives uh, uh, in a lot of instances and livelihoods as well. So um, we've seen that, um, you know, in terms of the destruction that happened after flooding, um, the impact of droughts um, on countries, and you know, with the resultant um, requirements for aid and so forth. So there's been um, quite a, a number of impacts. From from um, these weather, uh, severe weather. Um, um, Isham, um, I, Isham, I thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Alvis. Isham Mabada, the Chief Executive Officer of the South African Weather Service. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.